Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jake, and it's dove season. Big holiday. Labor Day weekend and dove season. There's going to be a lot of shooting going on. Hopefully, if you got birds. I'm not hearing, well, I'm hearing birds in areas, but some areas and not in others, but Good luck with that. All right, let's go up to Lake Houston now. Let's check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning and see what he's up to. John, good morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, Captain. I'm pretty good in yourself, sir. Can't complain. There you go. I'm going to go dove hunting in my backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. Man, <laughs> I've been feeding them things long enough. <laughs> Uh-oh, can't shoot them over feed. Baited no, field, man. No. Go to jail. No. Now, they, those birds come around and eat. I put out some corn, you know, for the squirrels here in the yard. And right. Those birds come and eat some a little bit. But uh, I, I tell you what, though, I've seen some big white wings. I mean, I, you know, almost pigeon size. Right. There, but, there's uh, Those neighborhood white wings get fat, don't they? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not that mad at them anymore, you know. I used to like to go out there and waste a few shells, but, uh, you know, I just, well, I don't really have a place to go, but, you know, still, I I could go, you know, a couple areas, but I don't know. I'm just, I'd rather go try to catch me a bass, you know, <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Get yeah. more bang I'm for sure your buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and notice I said trying to catch. Right. So, yeah, you know, that's why the old saying, that's why they call it fishing, not catching, because catching has not been too good here lately. (laughs) Right. You know, uh, um, it's it's been a little tough, but we are catching a few, but the ones we're catching are not, they're just not as, you know, good as, they're not the ones we need to, 
to win a tournament or fill a sack, you know, fill a five-fish limit. But they're, uh, you know, those little two-pounders are there, but that ain't going to get you a paycheck. you got to get you... Got to get you a couple of five pounders, right? You know, in there, yeah. But it's just been a little tough. But I'll tell you, Mickey, the water's in really good shape. Uh, I bet it is. You know, we're it is. There's areas we can see a foot, you know, and that is awesome for Lake. That's Houston. clean for Lake Houston. Very clean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it. But uh, you know, still, still catching a few fish on some boat docks and stuff, but. Mm. Uh, nothing moving, you know, got to be some plastics, you know, got to, even at, at daylight, you know, sometimes it's, you got to go out there and just, you got to get in that mindset, you know, to go out there and that's what you're going to do if you're going to catch them, at least for me, you know, I'm sure there's some guys, you know, catching some, you know, on some spinner baits or little crank baits or something like that, but uh, I don't know. I'll pick up that, I'll pick up that old jig or that old worm, and you know, just go ahead and start with that. Yeah, it's warming time of year, you know, just slow everything down and and all that. Used to, if you wanted yeah. to throw some kind of moving bait where you cover a lot of water, we used to throw those little beetle spins. This time oh, yeah. of year, you know, they would. Yep. And you'd end up catching big crappie and uh, big old brim on them too while you were bass fishing with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's you know we're still catching. Do they still even make bass. those the little beetle spins? Can you still buy those? Yeah, you can still buy them. I I buy them okay. and, and uh, throw them. Uh, you know, even when we were catching all those white bass, you know, you could take that little beetle spin. They right. make one that's got a little bit bigger head on it, and uh, you know you could throw it out there, and that way it sink a little bit quicker. You know, and right. slow roll it and catch them but we're still catching a few white bass uh, you know we're they're still out there you just gotta you know move around every once in a while you'll catch catch one or two on a boat dock and you think wow man i got a good one and it's a white bass it's not a black bass right but, yeah but all in all it's been pretty good the water temp still man it's still hovering around that 90 to 92, you I'll know, bet. degree temp up in the day. It's still, even though we did have a couple little showers, it's still, you know, it's still hot. But, you know, we, we're going to go out in the morning. We don't, <clears throat> I'm going to fish in the morning. Then uh, going to go up and check the feeders and, you know, check trail cameras and, we went last weekend and kind of got some of that up, back up and running, and you know, just go hang out up there. I'm trying to stay off the lakes. I'm sure there's still quite a few pleasure boaters out riding around, and let them do their thing, and I'll go do something else. Yeah, this you know? is like the last big summer holiday weekend, and a lot of people are going to be out. Yeah, especially with the water you know, clarity and everything. It's just seems better to go out there if you're going to pleasure boat or get out in the water and play around if, if the water is a little bit cleaner, you know. Right. But uh, the, lake's, the lake's down about, I checked it yesterday, uh, it's floating between six and seven inches low. Uh, 
it's still, you know, it's still okay to get out there and run which, around. Which it's isn't too coming. bad, yeah, because what is Conroe yeah. around three feet low now and two feet? Um, I forget. Richard I told me, to and I can't remember now. Two or three feet. Yeah, I talked. I talked to a guy yesterday, and and uh, I got a tournament coming up. Uh, I don't know in about three weeks, I think, on Conroe, and uh, I was talking to him yesterday, and he said it was about. Between two and two and a half foot low. Okay, that sounds about right. But actually, you know, I don't know. Um, But that's what he told me. So yeah. But yeah. But uh, I, I just, you know, I'll get up there and fish a little bit and try to catch fish or two. We always have our Lake Houston Anglers Championship on Conroe Mm because. I don't know why, but we, you know, I mean, I'd rather fish Lake Houston, but, but that's me. But I, I either catch them on Conroe or I zero. You know, yeah, I'm either that's kind of the way Conroe is for a lot of fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could stumble on a good sack, or I could I could fall way short of a good sack. <laughs> you know, up there, but uh, you know. Getting back to Lake Houston, crappie fishing's been pretty good. Uh, one of the guys I know I talked with, I didn't talk to him this week, but last week, he said, you know, they were catching quite a few. Not a, not a whole bunch in one area. You know, you had to move around to, to right. find them. But, you know, and they're, he's fishing live scope. So, you know, he's looking at them. And uh, he's in about 12 foot of water up in the bayou just, Drifting down through there <clears throat> with a with a minnow, you know, on a little tight line with a split shot about six inches above it, that hook. Right. And just drifting right down through there, bobbing up and down, you know, a little bit. And uh, dangle that minnow in front of one long enough, it'll eat it. But he said they're not, they're not packed in there. You know, you catch one or two out of a brush pile. Then you got to move around and find another one, and you know you just yeah. got to keep moving. He can get you. I think he said he had twelve, but he caught. I don't know. He said he caught about eighteen or twenty, but he had some short ones. Sure. You know. So. Well, that's a good mess for one guy. I mean, <laughs> hey, that's nothing wrong. Oh yeah. With that. That's decent fishing yeah. this time of year, especially for crappie. Yeah, they've been chasing those noodles out there. You know they throw out 20 25 of them noodles and uh you know they're out there around scotch point most people know where scotch point is you know and they'll get out there in that open area in that little old channel and throw them noodles out there and just sit back and watch them and go chase them down you know that's that's easy fishing there you know and they've been using chicken liver uh on a treble hook you know, out right. there for those, and getting some good, good catfish. You know, a couple pounders. Mm, you know, good, good, good table fare. Yeah, the eating kind. Yeah. you bet. That's what you want. Right. This. Yeah, but we're uh, we're coming up on our championships. You know, we're we're pretty much done with our regular tournaments out the lake. I know we got yeah, everything's winding down, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Which I'm kind of glad. You know, I mean, it's been, man, these last couple months has just been so daggum hot. 
it's been brutal uh, up know, in the day. You know, morning fishing's not bad, mm-hmm. but boy, I tell you, after 12, 1 o'clock, it gets brutal. Oh, from that 12 to 3 o'clock, Whew. you know, oh man, it's, it is tough. You better have them. <laughs> you better have them early. Yeah. You know, so. There's a lot I mean, of other even it's up. like 7 o'clock and it's still, you know, 95, 96 degrees. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, it's unreal. Hey, I wanted to ask you, have you heard anything or seen anything about maybe a fish kill on Fayette? Bob some... mentioned some tilapia and stuff uh, and some shad a week or two ago, but uh, no, he didn't He didn't mention anything about it this morning. I know yeah, they were I... out on the lake this past week, and, man, they went bull brim fishing. <laughs> they caught yeah. them. Boy, I mean, they lit them well, up, him and his grandson and son and all of them, they... They wiped them out. Yeah, there's enough of that. I mean, you know, I'd love to, you know, get that. We catch a few up at the, up at the ranch there in the pond, you know. And right, I kept. I think my granddaughter and I kept ten or twelve. Always oh, been a little while back and cleaned them up and brought them home and cooked them and. Boy, man, those things those are good, good, crispy, fried, fresh like that. Yeah, they're hard to beat. Yeah, good table fare. Yeah, yeah, I know it. It's it's hard to beat that, you know. But uh, yeah, heck, I I'm, I might, you know, that I might do that this weekend. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I might. Uh, oh, you know, and that's easy fishing, man. You know, we oh yeah, we keep some rod and reels there with little corks on them, you know, and little brim mm-hmm. hooks, and just stop by walmart and get you a little bag of uh, a little box of night crawlers you know it, it, and uh cut them up in little pieces and i i bring me some scissors you know i used to tear them things in half and all yeah, that you just pinch them in two man get that juice all over yeah. your fingers and thread them on you know like a worm yeah, on the hook and then, hey, get on with it yeah and then get you a bag of potato chips and eat the chips yeah that, oh, know, that with, adds a little flavor to fingers. those chips man yeah yeah <laughs> put a little uh put a little flavor on the on them chips, gotcha you know but uh, all right john yeah, i gotta I roll man on. y'all have fun up there at the deer lease and okay. be safe on the highways over this weekend it's gonna be kind of crowded i'm sure oh yeah i'm sure it is yeah yeah well all right mickey well good talk Throw your to number you, out man. somebody wants to call you buddy Sure, they can call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. All right, uh, buddy. We've got a big high school tournament coming up, so everybody get ready for that. Okay. All right. Sounds good, All man. Right. Later, John. All right. All right. Bye. That's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Texas Insider Fishing Report. If you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, Tune in to Texas Insider Fishing Report. You can watch it Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Valley Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. And this show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Insider breaks down the state into six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and reds inshore, and tuna, wahoo, and marlin offshore. So, Join Dave Farrell, Brie Gabrielle, and my friend Captain Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not every Thursday night at 1030. 
and then Friday mornings at 7 a.m. and evenings at 5 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 519 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's head down to Texas City and check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Fremont. Dave, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning, Captain Mickey. I'm doing just fine. Well, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear you're back at the helm again. and uh, Back in the saddle, baby. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about you. I, I, had a, I couldn't remember exactly, and then I went, wait a minute. I had that stuff on my birthday uh, a year ago on August the 10th, and it was right around that same time. Uh but uh, shook it off like a dog does a flea, and and uh, keep on going. But I'm glad, you glad you're back. But um, we sure had a pretty moon the other night, didn't we? we oh, that was up. awesome. That was beautiful coming up across the bay like that. Oh man, that old um, that old blue moon reminded me of that old. Uh, what is that, Earl Thomas Conley? I think it was. Had once in a blue moon. He'll right. do something right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the dike was crowded. It looked like people were lining up out there to watch the fireworks, and it was for a, a moon viewing. And it, it it did a fine job. It come up really beautifully. And oh, uh, the folks down there made a big deal out of it, huh? Yeah, I really did, That's man. Cool. I ain't got as uh as hot as it's been. You know, and people have been staying indoors a lot and hanging hugging around that air conditioning and so they got out to watch that old moon and as i'm peeking out the window here it uh it's burning bright tonight it's a there's a lot of light coming from that old moon i made a made the run all the way out to the end and very little activity going on very little really? traffic uh, Boy, you think uh-huh. everybody been out last night you know with labor day weekend coming up and getting an early start on it I mean, there's plenty of room. It, uh, there wasn't anybody out at the end, and uh, uh, there's very little going on. But I think that's going to change here with this this long weekend approaching. I believe things will, will perk up a bit. And I was uh, checking out what was going on there at Boyd's, and it looks like they uh getting things lined up. He had some live shrimp and still running a lot of live croaker and so uh, I think they'll be all fixed up for people to come in and pick up their whatever it is they need for the for either fishing or go out there and do a little camping or whatever. I think there'll be a, be some overnighters tonight. I stepped out of that car though when we were checking out that moon, and those mosquitoes wasted no time dining on this old high cholesterol fat man. I'm <laughs> they, they showed up after that wind switch. I've heard that from man. a lot of folks. You know, little bitty tiny ones. I mean, fresh ones oh. from somewhere with that north wind, man. Oh, and they, they'll bite me in spots that I can't reach, and it's just... <laughs> They just tear you up, but they uh, always get me on my shoulder blades. Like if I got a t-shirt on <laughs> something thin, they always get back there where you can't get to them. <laughs> that is a hot spot, isn't I it? Hate that. Back there, you about beat yourself to death to get to it, and still don't, still miss them. And they'll, they'll, I can roll a window down for about two seconds, and they'll get in this, get in this old vehicle, and uh and go straight for the ankles. They get down there about have <laughs> Ankle about biters. have a yeah about have a wreck trying to swap those things. Uh, 
down around the feet. But um, you think you think with a lack of rain, we'd have got a break from them, and maybe we did in spots. But uh, we don't have a don't have a whole lot of them up around League City in our neighborhood. I don't know if they're spraying or anything like that, but uh, down here on this dike, they're serious. They mean business, and <laughs> you better have you better have some skeeter dope with you if you're going to roll out this way. I I uh, come on back in from the end and uh, just to look see if anybody was fishing, and like, like I mentioned, very few. But I, I made my trek all the way out here to the floodgate. In fact, I'm. I'm sitting right out here just past uh, past the floodgate. I wanted to kind of look and see what kind of water movement there was, and there's none. I mean, it's just pretty much a slack tide here. Don't know if things have started moving in other areas, but uh, here is uh, very little water moving. And it looks like it might be on the upside just a little bit, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of times you can get a good gauge on this old floodgate, see which way that water is coming through. Mm-hmm. For for around here, and we really need that water moving to make something happen. But yeah, as hot as it uh, is, it's real critical. You get that moving water. You got to have those currents. You know, temperature wise, things has gotten a little bit better, Mickey. Uh, the, when I get out on this old pencil thin road uh, on Dyke Road and head out into the middle of the bay, uh, it's pretty much what what the water temperature is. You know, give or take a couple of right. degrees, but. It was 77 degrees when I was uh, leaving out of League City heading this way, and I'm going, man, that's good. It was even a little better than that yesterday morning, I think it was. But uh, that's, uh, oh, I'm looking at it now, and it's back up to 83, but just a little over a week or so ago, I was sitting out on this old dock. It was 88 degrees, so oh, yeah. it's, it's down, down a little bit, and, boy, we need it. And, but here we are, September 1st, and... Uh, we're going to beat this whole summer. I'm going to tell you right now. We if we if we hang on, it's going to get better, my friend. I'm going to hold you to that. I'd like to see it uh, <laughs> sooner than later. You know, if, if you know what yeah. I mean. That's uh, I've had enough. I give up. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all I'm cooked. I'm I'm like that old baked potato stick a fork in me. I'm done. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm just. Just looking so forward to it. I thought I heard somebody say that it was raining the forecast tomorrow, but I I don't know. Yeah, my weather to... reports uh, throwing that twenty percent probability, and that's all it is. <laughs> but uh, maybe a better yeah. chance during the week. So we shall see. Yeah, little that's teaser like forecast. <laughs> False hope, <Yeah. laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll we'll take this whole uh, long weekend and try to make the best of it and and uh, ha- have a little fun if we can make it happen. Some folks who do the last hoorah where they get folks together and have a little something. Used to be that would kick off uh, going back to school and such, but nowadays everything's staggered and kids go but all different times. But I think most all of them are back in school by now anyway. But yeah, they are. <laughs> it's uh... going to get better. They start earlier every year, it seems like. But we always, uh, this was our last big weekend when we were growing up. We knew school started right after this. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to, as you and everyone else is, that enjoys the outdoors, have a have a little weather change. And like you say, the leaves are pretty much giving it up already anyway. We'll just have to I hope know. that uh, we feel it in the wind and, instead of seeing it on the trees. But uh We'll see what happens, but uh, it looks like Jason uh, is going to throw a big old 
shrimp sale, Mickey, this weekend. I was weekend. just fixing to ask you about that with the Labor Day weekend for the folks that are not going out of town mm-hmm. that might want to have a nice seafood dinner. Man, he's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk going around in this crew. The, uh, the shrimping industry's really been suffering. Uh, these, our local shrimpers, it's, it's, it's really, really been tough. And I'm not, it's a tough I don't life, get on that. Man. Yeah, I don't get on the political stuff, but I, I talked to Jason about it because he he's very informative and he doesn't mind doesn't mind sharing what he knows about it. And I'll I'll ask him, you know, what's what's really what's really causing this mess right now with the the prices just falling out of uh, you know the wholesale market and stuff on shrimp. And and he said, well, you know, it's it's the same old thing. It's uh, right they 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 cut the tariffs you know on on uh, foreign imports and it just makes it very difficult for for the prices to remain you know competitive here and he just makes it really difficult he said there's a lot to it but but right now he said that's just the way it is that when when people get a better price even though it might be an inferior product they're going to a lot of folks are going to go for it because if they well, don't, they have don't the money, know, Dave, they really yeah. don't. And there's nothing like uh, local caught shrimp, you know, wild caught gulf shrimp out of our our yeah. waters. And uh, it just, I don't know how these guys can make it. They pay so much for fuel now and they get so oh. little on their return. Sure. You know, it if just, I showed it's you, crazy. If I showed you the numbers of what they're getting for their, their bay shrimp, uh, it's 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 just downright pitiful, but but a lot of folks are supporting them. I'm gonna tell you, there was some things oh, posted. Uh, huh. uh, there was some things posted about this this last week or so, and uh, really a lot of people kicked in gear. There's been a lot of shrimp sold uh, up and down this local coast right here. Uh, we're gonna have a big sale uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then if we still have what we have left, we we may even roll it on into Monday too. But there's going to be some some great deals on heads on and and the tails and right. on the biggest ones, the nine twelves and the eleven uh, fifteens uh, or whatever that number is. And but he's got a well, I posted it already on our Facebook Boys One Stop Facebook page. You can okay. take a peek there if you want to, and that's it's got all the details and on. Uh, it's going to be like I say Saturday and Sunday and probably Monday. Uh, if you want some shrimp and you want them at a good price, this is the time to get them. Not not just at Boyd's up and down, but uh, we'd love to have you stop by and see us there at 227 Dyke Road and uh, come on down and uh, get you some stuff to go fishing and then uh, grab some shrimp and go home and eat some seafood. Heck, yeah. It's hard to beat and fresh, wild-caught Texas seafood, wild, baby. <laughs> wild-caught Gulf of Mexico White shrimp and won't be long. We'll make the switch, and there'll be the brown shrimp, and it'll be it'll be back and forth like Mother Nature does it. They're all good. I won't turn them down. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. Well, Dave, it's always good talking to you, and you have a, a safe Labor Day weekend, and uh, try to stay stay out of the heat if you can. Beat the heat. Get Thank you, Captain. I wish. <laughs> Thank you. I wish you the best and uh and have a have a great weekend. Everybody be safe and and uh it's gonna get better. That's all I got to say. Yes it is. All right, buddy. Well Dave, have a good one. Always a pleasure talking to you. I'll talk to you next week, my friend. Top of the morning, sir. Same to you, bud. See ya. All right, that's Dave Fremont down at the Tech City Dyke at Boyd's one stop. 
And I need to take a moment to talk a little bit here about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels. What I like about them, they're sleek, stylish. They're just what you expect from 13 Fishing. They're all new Concept Series reels. They're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all the great features that seasoned anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings that cast like a dream, and the Concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And another thing I like about their reels, they have a dead stop and a reverse system when you're fighting those big bull reds with them, and they have an airhead line guide and some of the sweetest handles you've ever put your hands around. This is all streamlined into a package for maximum comfort, castability, and control. Stop by your local retailer. Demand to learn more about 13 Fishing Concept Reels, or you can check them out on the web at 13fishing.com. That's Concept Reels from 13 Fishing. Make your own luck. From the Twin Peaks Studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 535 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Galveston Way. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman and see what he's up to this morning. Morning, Steve. How's it going? Haven't talked to you in a while, man. It's, it's been a while. It's been been a lot longer than normally is, huh? Exactly. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing. Just uh, took the week off. We were supposed to go to the river to Frio like we do every year with some friends. And uh, a couple of buddies of mine that were going got called into work. And and uh, it's about a week and a half, two weeks ago, we found out. And I just kind of. I didn't try to book anything. We just we pulled a plug on the whole deal, and I took the week off. Took my boat up there to Robert Choate's, have some stuff done to it. I kind of get done every two or three years, and and uh, just been working around the house. Gotcha. Kind of wishing I wishing I was out there a couple of days. Like this morning, seems like it's nice and calm. Maybe a light east wind, northeast wind. Right. But uh, but no, that's it. Just been no dove hunting. Here. <laughs> no, no, no we're going dove for, hunting. <laughs> <laughs> we're going September fourth, or I'm sorry, fourteenth, fourteenth. When the South Zone opens, we're going right. to, the, to the ranch for our annual work trip, which we always schedule. I always schedule right when dove season starts. So, but no, uh, fishing was actually it got it, it kind of uh, kind of got a lot better here last week, leading up to my little one week uh vacation you know we had that i don't know what month and a half stretch there from early june and yeah, more like two months i guess from early june all the way through most august with the southwest wind and the low tides and the hot water it just it was miserable a lot of days and slim pickings and make you want to quit <laughs> and finally Last week, or actually about a week before last, I guess now, uh, things started started on the uptick a little bit. Started catching more fish and and a higher percentage of of keepers. Yeah, a little bit better quality fish. Yeah, that, uh... yeah, and it seems like leading up to that system, the one that went in down south. What was that? A tropical depression, or yeah, what did that some... end up being that. What, some whatever kind of it was. TD or invest or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and so two or three days prior to that, 
we just uh, – and the tides were still kind of low then, but we got a little break in the wind, and, and we are wade fishing a bunch too. That helped. But, man, we, we had some some really good days. I mean, for these days, you know. I mean, hell, I had, right. I had uh, one day I had uh, Richard Harmeyer and, and uh, Chris Bridges with me, just the three of us. And I think before noon we had caught 27 trout, 27 keeper trout. Right, good that's ones. good. Sure. And uh, had 18, 19 throwbacks and some throwback reds and flounder. And and now, granted, that's a couple guys that are there. These guys can get after it, you know, but, but the fish ate. I mean, we had that first stop that morning. We had a legitimate school in front of us that that we walked into, and, and they were they were popping slicks. And uh, good quality fish. You know, we didn't have any giants, but biggest fish we had was pushing four pounds, and, mm. and uh, we turned everything loose. Uh, couldn't get a topwater bite going. They'd knock our topwaters out of the water, but they just wouldn't commit and uh, switched over to a tail on a, on that Pro Elite, that little eight-ounce Pro Elite jig head, which is kind of like a 16th, really. And, and uh, you know, in weeks past, months past, they've been hitting rat tails a lot better, rat tail assassins. But that week, you know, last week, they everything was on paddle tails just about. We caught a few on rat tails, but I switched over at Slammin' Chicken uh, paddle tail, and, and uh, that – for about three or four days was kind of the money bait and then that i forget what that one uh, little john is called it's man i'm trying to say purple haze or something like that and purple yeah. haze i think it is it looks like the uh the uh, purple demon but it's got a, a chartreuse tail that was right. a real good bait didn't like anything plumb there for a few days mm. and uh but so that was a good day and then we we went red fishing later that morning and and we caught a couple of throwback reds. We couldn't get anything going on the slot reds. I'm still struggling there. But, uh, and then the day before that, we waited and uh, I fished a rare Saturday. I guess it'd be a week ago, a uh, week ago tomorrow. And, uh, <clears throat> and I had uh, some guys in from Charleston, South Carolina. And, uh, well, one of them, Thomas Watson, he's from here, but he's all, they're all at dental school in charleston and he his two buddies flew in right they never wait they'd never weighed fished before and uh i talked them into waiting and they didn't have any gear or anything and i don't i don't really have anything to suit people out anymore i used to keep all that stuff i mean i could probably scrape up a couple of wading belts or stringers or something but but uh they were turning everything loose you know they're flying out the next day so they didn't keep anything and and uh and one of them, uh, Madison and Ben, the two guys that came with Thomas, they went to Walmart, and, and I think uh, Ben, he bought some water shoes, like you'd wear to Slitterbond or something, and uh-huh. and, 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 and Madison bought some, he bought some old cheapo leather work boots that the sole was falling off of by the end of the trip, just something to get them by. I mean, we're waiting on, on hard sand, and we, we waited a little bit of shell, but... Uh, yeah. But, but man, they did good. Um, they uh, we caught eighteen trout that morning and turned them loose. And I, had, I think we had fourteen, fifteen throwbacks. And we were losing a lot of fish too. The bites bites were kind of soft, but man, the fish were slicking. And uh, and you get them up to you, and they're they're throwing up. You know, they're just full. Same old deal. I, I said it. I think a couple weeks ago, last time I talked to you on the show here, that I think these fish we're still feeding at night a lot and i don't know if that a lot of it has to do with water temperature or maybe our 
our better tide movements were at night during that stretch or something. Something was causing them to feed more, mm-hmm. either late in the evening, the day before, or at night, because they were just chock full of shad, man. And some of these fish were super fat, but uh, but again, everything on tails uh, that day. <clears throat> right. But uh, and I, we fished three or four different areas, and of course, I can sit here and tell you we caught them everywhere we stopped. We did, but we really caught most of them in one spot every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the same spot, but uh, and then same I had area. a couple of dri- yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, and then I had a couple of drifting trips. Uh, one day I got calm and we went out deep. Uh, had uh, Brett Ballard and Bobby Wills Jr. and, and those young men—they're studs. They can fish, and we didn't really set the world on fire. Uh, we caught twelve legal trout. Uh, had some pretty good ones mixed in, up to four pounds, and. Uh, and lost lost quite a few fish that day. I think we lost like seven between the three of us. Just uh, again, just losing a lot of fish. Even when we're throwing mirror lures and rattle traps, you know, with treble hooks, still losing fish. Kind of crazy. And then we call it some throwbacks, but not as many throwbacks uh, towards the end of that of last week. The, the percentage really went up. And and we fished totally different area of the bay. We're out in nine ten foot of water over shell. Mm. Uh, so you know we've got. We've got some patches of fish around. Uh, you just got to have Mother Nature's got to cooperate. You got to be able to get to them. But at least they were showing themselves. Uh, it made it, it makes it a hell of a lot easier when you can see them when they're slicking and stuff, you know. Sure. But, uh, <clears throat> but then I hit some other areas that should have should have caught some fish. You know, we had a couple days we pulled off the trout early and kind of went piddling and and couldn't catch a keeper. Caught a bunch. Of, there's some some areas holding a bunch of peanuts, man. There's there's one spot in particular we we stopped on, and I'm telling you, it was insane. It was like every cast, a 12 to 14 and three quarter inch trout. Like literally every cast, you got bit on a worm. But uh, there's some areas like that. But uh, overall, man, it, it was getting better. Um, you know, and then of course I get a week off when I I really I'd rather fish this week because it seemed like things were kind of on the upswing a little bit, but. Uh, but who knows? It goes back and forth. I think now we're on the back side of the full. Or we're on a full moon right now. I kind of hadn't been paying yeah. attention. Yeah, this okay. is the last one was last night, and then we're, we start to decline. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure there'll be some some tough mornings here coming up, but uh, I'm pretty slammed starting Tuesday after after Labor Day and uh, pretty slammed really for the rest of the year. I got a few holes, but. But hopefully we have a good fall. I did see the my first group of teal last week while we were waiting. Pretty right. pretty good sized group, man. About fourteen, fifteen birds. Yeah, those little yeah. boogers have been coming on down. They're buzzing around, and it's, it's yeah, that man. time. That's uh, and uh, saw, saw my first hummingbirds here at the house a couple of days ago. They're so. starting to show, and uh, you know we'll get the big big ball up before they cross the Gulf. Probably you know first of October or whatever. You yeah. won't be able to keep yeah. your feeders full. Man, I'm I'm ready for, for some cooler weather and do a little dove hunting and duck hunting. Been looking at the game cam. Uh, you know, that one feeder I have at the ranch, the only one that really gets a cell, cell phone signal. Mm-hmm. And uh, these these bucks are pretty much full-grown velvet now. They're, their antlers are pretty much, they're still in velvet, obviously, but I think they're pretty much maxed out. And we've got a couple of good ones, man. Some of the ones we let go last year, 
uh, they've been gobbling up the, the protein pellets and the cotton seed all summer, all spring and summer. And, and uh, of course, they're in velvet. It's a little deceiving. You know, that, it does make them look, a little, look a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see when, when they come out of velvet. Man, there's a couple of them that, are, that look pretty good. And uh, one that's actually a mature deer that uh, it'll be a good one for somebody. So, right. Looking, looking forward to that. Oh, one thing that happened last week, every single day, you know, I fished, I think I fished eight out of nine days leading up to this week and, and every single day, and it didn't matter what part of the bay we're in, sharks were just horrible. I'm hearing that. I was, I was fixing to ask you about that because I'm hearing a lot of that going on right now. A lot of oh sharks. My God, man, <laughs> these guys from uh, South Carolina, I was telling them about the sharks and you know, I first stopped, <laughs> I said, now I said, Hey guys, and you know, I'm, I'm real careful. I'm not superstitious, but I kind of am. And I'm real careful about what I say before we make the first cast. Like, right. I never say anything like, man, we're going to hammer them. I hate it when people say it because you're just, that's just the death knell. You're going to jinx yourself. It is. But it's like bringing a camera crew when you talk. It really like is. And, but I did, I slipped anchor over on that first, first, uh, stop of the morning. And I said, now look guys, there's a lot of fish here. But there's a lot of sharks in here because there's a lot of fish in here. And uh, they kind of looked at me like, yeah, right, whatever. And <laughs> we walked out to that, to that ridge line, man, to that drop off. And, and we, it was kind of, we caught some pencils real quick. And I saw this a lot last week. We'd start out catching little fish. But man, when the sun, for some reason, when that sun hit the horizon, we started catching better fish, like two to two and a half pound, nothing big, just solid. Fish. Yeah. Just solid. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, 18, 19 inch fish. And, and then they kind of went off and slick started popping. And, uh, you know, I moved out of the way. I lined them up right there and, and took some, got some good videos, all three guys catching, releasing fish and, and everything's going real smooth, man. And then I see this giant explosion out in front of me, about oh, 50 boy. yards. The old bull. And I said, man, did y'all see that? And, and they're like, man, what was that? I said, that was a shark. And and I don't think they're really still taking me seriously. Well, about, man, probably seven or eight minutes later. Now, keep in mind, we're we're pulling these little trout up, or the, not little, but trout up, and letting them go, and got all that commotion at your waist, you know, all that flailing around and flopping around and, and uh, here comes a wake, man. You could just see it like Jaws <laughs> coming from the deep water. Come in, in about a six or seven foot shark. I'm swam gone. In, swam in between all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, man, they're like, oh, my God, look at this shark. And there was two black tips behind this bull shark. I'd never seen that. There was like two three-foot black tips. I almost thought one of them was like one of those competition fish or something. But, yeah, like a but big they, remora. <laughs> yeah, but they were black tips, and um, and man, everybody just they just like I told this one guy. I said, uh, so what do I do? What do I do? And I said, man, just just got to stay calm. I said, I just read something about if you start moving around or going back to the boat or something, they're going to get you. You know, they're going to go after you. And he just really freaked out over that. But uh, I bet he froze. He was a but mannequin. They stayed there. Those sharks would not leave. Man. No, you, you had the fish around you, man. Plus, you're yeah, and, turning tired ones, you know, releasing mm-hmm. them, and they're easier to them. catch. 
Yeah, we're feeding the sharks, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like people feed the dolphins down down in West Maddie and everywhere else, Port right. down there. But, but, uh, but no, I told him, I said, see, if we were stringing fish, we'd really have a problem. Yeah, you but, would. Uh, that's another incentive to let them go right there. <laughs> you got that right. Better them no, than was, me. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it was every single day. And then that same morning, uh, I'm fighting one about two pounds and, and, uh, a big bull grabbed it. And now I'm fighting the bull shark. And it's, of course, it's taking all my line and I thumbed oh, it boy. broke it off. But, but it was every day, man. And I don't care what part of the bay we were in, but, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen them this bad. You know, I think They're I said bad, the same thing last year. They, they really are. are. But in dolphins everywhere, man, a lot of dolphins. We got them in Trinity Bay in shallow water and, and a foot and a half of water chasing bull reds, and the bull reds are jumping out of the water like mullet with bull sharks, sharks? up on them. Sharks? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Big ones. Oh, man. Big boys. It's crazy. Uh, we'll be jumping out in amongst them next week. I got, I think, most of my trips next week, or I think four out of my five trips are wading trips, but. Anyway. Well, the slump I'm in, I'm just going to go get out and wade with the sharks. Just wade in with them, man, and string them up. So That's it. Can. Maybe <laughs> cut myself and bleed out a little bit. Bring them on You're in. Not. Draw them in the shallows yeah. and drown them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy, boy. That's funny. Oh, well. That's funny. But anyway, that's Well, hey, it. man, enjoy your week off. Sorry you didn't get to go to the on your river deal, but I'd got bad news that river's probably dry anyway <laughs> it is and it's it's hot you know it's yeah. like we went to galveston this past weekend and kimberly wanted to go sit on the beach i said honey i said i'll sit here on the seawall and the ac and you can go get on that beach i'm in the there sun you every go you spend your anyway. time every day we'll throw them out a number hillman all right 409-256-7937 take them on a uh shark fishing wading adventure that's it man it's right there in the brochure Shark, there you shark go. Excursions, dolphin <laughs> watching tours. Yep. All right, buddy. Be bird watching. <laughs> right, See you, brother. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Later. All right, that's Captain Steve Hellman. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have today for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 